was the last time I had you on when I was still dating Marine Corps chick? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. And we did an episode on long-term relationships and, uh, look at us now. Yeah. Look at us now. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the come on man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On, Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications, drop a comment. Any comment will do down below. Favorite emoji doesn't matter. It all helps us in the algorithms. If you guys are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, give us a five-star review. Helps out more than you know. Follow me on social media. I'm on all the good ones. I think at this time, my, my, uh, my new TikTok account has uh, passed 5,000 followers, which is good. I've got Drew F. Wallow's minions chasing me and tagging her and everything, which is awesome. Because on this account, I think I'm coloring within the lines enough that they're not going to take my videos down. So if she makes a an attack ad, uh, she's got millions of followers. That's just going to bring more eyes on the product. So come at me, bish. Come at me. I don't care. <laughs> Not in this count anyway. I used to be afraid of, of being banned, but that's what the email list is for. If you guys uh, are not on the email list, get on the email list. I will send you some free stickers. I use this list not so I can like spam you guys with sales emails. It's so that if I ever get uh, banned again on social media, because I've been banned on TikTok once, my second account's shadow banned. It's completely shadow banned. Like I still post videos there. No one sees them anymore. It gets like double digit views. So I got the new account. But if I get banned on this account because someone like Drew attacks me, well then, bam, get on the email list. I can at least email you and say, hey, follow me on my new account. I'm just going to create another account to talk. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, get on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash come on man pod. You could join for as little as $10. You get all of these episodes, these Monday's episodes ad-free. So without all of this stuff, without without the bread, you just get the meat. Just get the meat. You get the interview portion ad-free. You get those a few days early on Fridays. Get added to the beer credits on Monday's episodes. Um, so if you stay tuned to the end of this episode uh, you'll and in, in watch the credits, you'll see all the guys that are supporting this show, that are making this show possible. So thank you guys on the beer credits. And then if you guys want any kind of coaching, life coaching, date coaching, relationship coaching, get on the Patreon at tiers two or tiers three. That's where I handle that. It's a, it's a monthly subscription. You know, once you get what you need out of the coaching program, you can leave at any time. No harm, no foul. You know, that's just, that's how I like it. There's no contracts. You're not locked in. If you guys ever want any kind of just one-off calls, you know, just one-off coaching, just DM me on Instagram. We, we can work that out. I've had guys do that. Uh, and then check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. And, uh, once you get your mind right, everything else falls into place, you know, money, health, wealth, all that falls into place. Once you learn this stuff, it's amazing. Um, and that's with all that being said, let's talk about my guest today. My guest today is my spirit animal. It's 3% brother, Chris Kokoski. He was the original founder of the 3% Man Facebook group that is now nuked. It got it got blown up. We talk about that today. Uh, but he's he's uh, he's also an admin in the new, the newly risen 3% Brotherhood. Uh, if you guys want to join a group of like-minded men, 
The link's in the description for that. Join the 3% Brotherhood on Facebook. You have to have read How to Be a 3% Man at least once uh, and be able to answer the admin questions and agree to the rules. But it's otherwise, it's free, and it's a good, solid group of dudes that are are just there to help each other, you know, level up. We swap notes, you know. Uh, one thing to note, like a lot of guys don't understand this, right? They ha- they get a girlfriend, they think she's she's their best friend, and they bring their problems to their girl, and their girl just slowly loses attraction over time. And it's it's unfortunate, but it's true. Women just don't care about your struggles as a man, right? So save that stuff for your boys or your therapist. The three percent brotherhood is an excellent place for that, right? Where it's a great place that if you're having problems in your life, you bring it to the brotherhood. Bring it to the brotherhood. Swap some notes. We will actually help you solve your problems because men solve problems, women create problems. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Anyway. So yeah, so Chris is my my guest today. Uh, we get into the Throopset Brotherhood, what he's been up to. He hasn't been on the podcast in forever, so it's fun catching up. You'll love this conversation. Lots of great information. I'll bring you that right after these words. Are you struggling to find a good quality woman? They are very rare indeed these days. If you spend any time at all watching content in the men's podcast space, or you spend time on dating apps or going out to clubs, you're seeing low quality promiscuous women. You're finding women with daddy issues and personality disorders or a myriad of other red flags and you are frustrated. I get it, brother, but what if I were to tell you that the reason why you're only seeing these types of women is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have trained your mind to focus on the type of women that you don't want. So those are the types of women that keep showing up for you again and again. Let's change that mindset today. If you're a guy looking to attract high quality, submissive women into your life, then I've got the perfect solution for you. And let me tell you, brother, it's all about mindset. That's right. You've got to reprogram your thinking to focus on the type of women you do want. That's where my practical law of attraction course comes in. It's packed with proven psychology based techniques that will help you manifest your dream woman. Trust me. You won't find this stuff anywhere else. Explained in such a simple, easy to use way. And let me tell you, when you start using these methods, you'll be amazed at how quickly things start changing for you. Picture this, you're out on the town, feeling confident and magnetic. All the women are drawn to you like moth to a flame. And best of all, you're attracting the type of women that are submissive and high quality. It's not that they weren't there before, it's that you weren't aware of them before. My course will teach you how to be more hyper aware of the kind of women that you actually want. It will teach you to believe that you're the most attractive man around. And when you believe it, you'll carry yourself that way. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for my course today. Visit loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. Start living the life you've always dreamed of. Don't miss out on this opportunity to up your game and find the woman of your dreams. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. All right. Returning to the podcast is my spirit animal. He's a writer and the founder of the original 3% Man Group. It's 3% brother, Chris Kokoski. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Paul? Appreciate you inviting me out. Dude, it's been forever since you've been on the podcast. I think... It has. I think the last time was the last time I had you on when I was still dating Marine Corps chick. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. And I think it, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
and that was i think that was uh and we did an episode on on long-term relationships and uh <laughs> look and, at us and, now. <laughs> yeah look at what you look at us now but we no we did an episode on long-term relationships and how that portion of the book like you know the differences between that portion of the book and then like the rest of it and stuff like that yeah you know? yeah because at that time uh i'm gonna bring us in together here like this yeah at that time so i was I was still dating Marine Corps chick and then you were with your uh, now ex fiance. Right. So you, so we were both in, you know, a relationship. So we, we wanted to talk yeah. about that. And then both of, both of those relationships went tits up. Like what the, f <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yep. For, for good. I think for both of us. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, well, my, I mean, my relationship with, with Marine Corps chick didn't last very long at all. It was like three months max. I think it was, it, but it, it was good that I figured out in that short amount of time that she just wasn't the right fit for me. Right. You know? Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, man, a little bit longer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I've, got, I've, got, almost I've, years. I've got, I've got questions about that, but before we get yeah. into, uh, into that dirt, um, <laughs> What the hell happened with the original group, man? Like, so we did a, like, right after that happened, we did a live on it, but you weren't able to make that one. So it was uh, me and, yeah. uh, and brother Matt. And then, uh, guy, brother guy joined mm -hmm, that live mm -hmm. stream to talk about what happened to the original group. But, but let's talk about it. what happened to the original yeah, group. Yeah, man. I, I was, so, that was so, so crazy. And I'm like really disappointed about what happened. But essentially, my Facebook, my whole Facebook account got deleted. And because of that, the group got deleted since mm -hmm. I had created it. So um, somewhat lesson learned there. But what happened was I got a, a, I had my new phone number for a long time. And what I realized that every once in a while, when I logged into Facebook on my phone, it would log me into this other guy's Facebook account. Yeah. Right. But I would log back out because I don't want you know to do anything like that. And, but I'm always able to fix it real quick. No problem. Well, that's what I thought. Well, that's probably what happened. There's some mix up. And so uh, sure enough, I logged into um, <laughs> my tried to log into my Facebook account again on my mobile um, when I couldn't get on desktop. And uh, and I went right into this guy's Facebook account again. Mm -hmm. So because the reason was because his number was still attached to mm. to his Facebook account. And so there was like a crossover there. Apparently, it's probably. I'm sure it happens a lot more than people think. So mm. if, you, if you ever change your number, make sure you take out, take your number off uh, of your old numbers off your Facebook account because people could, you know, accidentally be gaining access. Oh, okay. So you, you were logging into your Facebook account on using your phone number as like your login. Correct. Yeah. It was connected to both of our accounts. And I think Facebook probably thought, well, that's a problem. And I guess decided that my right. account was, was <laughs> this a guy's got a, this guy's got a whole group of masculinity guys. Like, We're getting rid of him. That's yeah, right. Fuck that, rid of that. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So unfortunately, uh, there wasn't anything I can do and that's why the, the group and my account got nixed. Yeah, man, it was, it was crazy that day. Cause, um, at the time of this recording, so there's like there's a whole space time continuum, you know. Um, right. So this this won't come out for like a month or whatever. But at the time of this recording, Brother Nathan's uh, episodes out, and and okay. we were talking about that about how oh, nice. he, he he and I both thought that we got banned when that happened because when when, right. <laughs> when we when we banned people from the group, uh, traditionally, like you know, let's say uh, Luke kicked someone out, he would mm. actually block them from the group. So. 
they couldn't even see the group oh, okay. anymore. So I, I would get DMs from people saying, hey, what happened to the group? It's like, the group's still there. You're gone, though, you know? Uh, so so I thought that happened to me. I was like, oh, shit. Did these guys, like, they were like, fuck that Paul guy, you know? <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> Let's get rid of that guy. And so I thought I was banned at first. So I went to the admin group chat, and I was like, guys, what, what happened? Did you guys kick me out? What happened? And then everyone started realizing, oh, shit. No, no, we can't find it either. And then I went looking through the group and your account was like this, you know, NPC, like, you know, right. like if you go into the, into the profile, it's like this, this account no longer exists. And I was like, oh, what man. the hell happened to Chris? <laughs> <laughs> nuts, man. Yeah, it was really, really nuts. Yeah. 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 It, it's so unfortunate Great. too, man, because we had, we had like 1400 members and yeah. Just a, a great history of old posts that you could go back through and look at people's notes and yeah, there was there was so much uh, so much value there lost. So I don't know if there's some way to like have it owned by multiple people or some somehow to make that a little bit less painful if it happens again. Well, that that's how I tried to set up the new group. I, okay, because I think the way the old group was, uh, I think you were the only admin, and then yeah. we were all just moderators. And, um, so the way I, I set up the new group is all of us are admins. Okay. So in theory, if anything ever happens to my account, uh, you guys should be able to keep it going and then, you know, gotcha. add me back in when I create, create right, right. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's smarter. Hope, hopefully, hopefully that's hopefully. how it works. Right. I don't we'll know see. how it works. We'll right. Who, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so, uh, so you and um, a few of the other admins sort of got booed up. We were sort of alluding to this uh, earlier. Uh, mm -hmm. Got booed up, as uh, Brother Steve likes to say, Steve Steve C. He, yeah. He's, he, we, we all got booed up. And um, <laughs> stopped being active in the group. And you even found yourself engaged at one point. So yeah. So what happened with all that? Um, well, I mean, so I'm, you know, I'm looking for a ultimately a serious relationship and I'm in a relationship now, a great relationship, but, um, and it's, and it's pretty new, but it's good. Um, but that was, you know, other than after I read, you know, the, the, the 3% man book for the, the first time and started going, you know, getting some success with the, the dating apps with going out and dating and stuff, I quickly realized, well, that's all fun. But what I really want is something ultimately, you know, longer term. So, mm -hmm. um, I was sort of, I guess, dating with that intention in mind. And that's one of the things I love about the 3% Man book and the concepts is that it it applies for whether you just want to go hook up with a bunch of people or if you want to yeah. date around or if you want to be more serious. So anyway. Yeah, I, was, I, I found that dating multiple women and, and sort of just testing the waters, even if that was your end goal to have like a, a a long-term relationship was still like the most efficient way of going about doing it, which is something I had never done before I studied that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me neither. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so I was on that, on that kind of journey, but, uh, yeah, so I, I met, um, some, you know, fabulous ladies while I was, was dating, you know, with more of that intention and it really came down to two, two people. And I like them very, um, equally. Um, the, Biggest difference between the two of them, though, was was the intensity I felt when I was around them. Mm. And, you know, looking back, I think probably would have been better and healthier for me to go with a with a more peaceful, I guess, option or less intense option, however you want to define that. Mm -hmm. um, but I like them both. They're both 
were and are good, you know, good women. But um, but I chose to go the route of the the person with more intensity. And uh, that is fun and it's exciting, but it also comes with uh, with challenge, too. So it wasn't as much peace. There wasn't as much cooperation. And ultimately, that was part of the unraveling. But uh, so there was, you know, there was personality dynamics. There was the, the energy, the intensity. And then um, I, I certainly, you know, did some things wrong, too. You know, mm -hmm. I was the perfect guy in the, in the scenario either. So um, so there was two of us. But um, and I learned a bunch and it was a great experience. Painful at the end, though. It kind of unraveled fast at the end. Did but, it? Um, yeah. But then, I, you know, I took a lot of lessons um, forward. What um one one thing that I realized too, like when I was dating um when I was dating Marine Corps chick was that she she would one of the things I've learned is uh you need to sort of test a woman's ability to follow, right? And yeah. you know, if you're looking for like your your sort of you know traditional submissive type woman. You need to test their ability to follow. And one thing that I, I found with with Marine Corps chick is that she just would like fight me on things tooth and nail. Like she did not want to take my lead a lot. And yeah. that caused that caused a lot of problems, you know, and it's like, OK, well, I mean, if you don't want to if you don't want to do it my way, then peace out. Right. <laughs> I, guess right. I'll, I guess I'll I guess I'll see you around. But like, yeah. for me, I've learned, you know, especially at my age, that it's just not it's just not worth the headache of, of dealing with some of these women that, that are like that. They just want to, yeah. they want to be in charge of the relationship. They want to take the lead. It's like, no, <laughs> no. If that's the kind of relationship you want, that's, this is not what it's going to be. So, you know, peace out. Was was that how it sort of ended up being or what? Um, that was, that was definitely part of, part of it. You know, in general, I don't like bossy people in general. So if somebody is, if I'm around anyone it doesn't matter if it's a guy or girl but if 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 it's like every conversation seems like i'm in a uh, an argument or a debate um you know i don't like being around that person too much so and that's very true of my uh relationships um with women as well so yeah so it was definitely kind of like that we butted heads and um she's you know uh, a very strong person a very strong woman and there's a lot of benefits to that, but in, in a relationships that can cause trouble. So, um, and a lot of times it felt like, um, you know, when we were just having normal conversations that there was an energy there. And I think that goes back to that intensity that attracted me at first or something about that, that I like, but ultimately it didn't work out. Um, yeah. and it never, and it never has. So, um, big lesson I took from that is, is to look for more of the peace, not, to uh to to acknowledge the intensity that i feel around certain people but not to let that draw me in versus the the more peace that that honestly the peace can seem a little boring when you're used to the intensity but yeah. i think it's i think it's healthier <laughs> it is it's, i think it's healthier but uh, one thing uh when i talked to dr robert glover he was saying yeah he was saying that uh you know, cause one thing that I like, I like to talk about too, is how like women love drama, right? Like if mm -hmm. they don't have drama, they'll create drama. Yeah. So you sort of like need to provide that for them. But uh, right. another thing too, is like guys like drama too, you know? That, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, and uh, Dr. Glover was saying that he's like, look, if you have the perfect relationship, if she is just like the perfect woman, just super peaceful, super, you know, relaxed or feminine, 
guys will get bored with that and they will end up sabotaging the relationship looking for crazy. Right. Yes. So at some point you just have to realize like, no, 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 this is better. This is good. (laughs) This is good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is good. You're you're in a good spot right now. Don't get right. (laughs) So, uh, uh, thankfully right now that's kind of where I'm at and, um, couldn't be happier with that. Um, and I, and I even wish my, my ex the best too, you know, like she's a good person. So I wish no ill will on her. That's good. That's yeah. a good way to end things somewhat amicably. If, yeah. you, if you can, doesn't always work out that way, but it's good if you could do that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What, what your dating situation like is now. So you're, you're, you're all booed up again, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am in a, a relationship. So I have a girlfriend and uh, it's pretty new. And, uh, and so far it's been, it's been great. And, uh, you know, I'm happy. There's a lot of peace there and, uh, a lot, a lot of positive things to talk about. Now she's a private person. So I want to respect that. I want to talk too much specifically about her, Sure, but keep it vague. Keep it, keep yeah, it yeah. Which, high which level. Yeah. exactly. High level, uh, generalities, but, um, you know, that's one of the things I do appreciate her though, is that she is private, you know, she's not like on social media much. And, uh, and I kind of appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I dated a little bit, you know, after, uh, you know, while I was single and again, it was fun. And I, I found real quick again that, yeah, I could, you know, go out on dates, a lot of dates and, uh, and have some fun. And, and I did for a little bit, but ultimately that's not what I'm looking for. You know, I'm not looking for, for that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I would say I would venture to say, and maybe it's a society thing, but I would venture to say that majority of guys want a, like something steady. They want a yeah, steady, yeah. a steady girlfriend. Uh, they don't want to be permanent plate spinners. And it, and even if you you read like the 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 book, The Game, right? Yeah. Have you have yeah. you read The Game? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Years ago, it kind of the first, it was my first foray foray into like uh, this whole world. But that yeah. you know that that world was more pickup. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, like the, all the pickup artists, they they all ended up with like mental issues. They were all yeah. screwed up, and it's like they were they were able to go out and get laid like every weekend and sleep with all sorts of different chicks, and they all wanted a more deeper connection, right? Which I think the uh, was it the the book The Truth. I haven't read it yet, but uh, Neil Strauss made a, like a second book, like a follow up, yeah. yeah. And I've uh, read it. And and Benny recommends reading that because he's like that's that's his whole journey where he went. And did all all sorts of different relationships. Um, he had like you know, uh, poly, was it polyamorous relationships? Mm-hmm. He yeah. you know he had harems and did all did swinging and all that kind of stuff. And realized that no, he he wants you know a monogamous relationship, and that's right. what fulfills him. And I think I would say that's most guys are like that. You know, I think so too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and and I like I like it that I like that way too. I like having. I like knowing where my pussy's coming from, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, um, I mean, I guess there's evolutionists and biologists, whatever that, that disagree, but I, I think that human beings are sort of drawn or I guess most people to that long-term mm-hmm. sad. And I think there's like one of the longest research studies uh, on human happiness is about, you know, the, the, that bond of, of, uh, strong, healthy, happy relationships. You know, I think, uh, which is funny. You wouldn't think so because it's, uh, it's red pill, but, uh, right. <laughs> but even, even, uh, Rolo talks about this quite a bit on, on his live streams is that okay. there's studies, studies show that monogamous relationships like make for peaceful societies, more peaceful societies. Yeah. That makes and 
societies that where they have, you know, harems and multiple wives, like they're always constantly fighting and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, makes Go sense. Figure. Go figure. Right? <laughs> this one guy, he gets all the poon in town. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Let's that go guy. kill him. Take exactly. Wife. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. Oh man. So, so what's your, I mean, what's your end state look like? Do you, uh, I mean, you were engaged with, uh, with your previous girl. Like, I mean, is, is yeah. marriage something that you is really, that's still on the table for you or, or have you rethought that or what do you think? Um, I, I've definitely, I've definitely rethought that a bit. I think it's still in the room. It's not necessarily on the table, but it's in the room as mm. a possibility. Um, I see, you know, I would be happy with under most circumstances with just a long-term committed monogamous relationship. I think I can get pretty much all my needs met with that. Yeah. And um, I think that's, you know, safer for, for most men in most situations. You know, I guess if you were dating somebody that was making a lot more money than you, then, then maybe there'd be mm. that incentive <laughs> for you, but, but, um, but I don't think that's the right reason to get married either. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a, a, a romantic, I guess. I like the idealized version of marriage, but um, there's just a lot of risk, as you as you well know, for men. So yeah. it's still it's still an option that I would consider, but it, I would have to be thoroughly convinced <laughs> of, of why this is a good reason. You know, I know there's probably some tax reasons There's some like, you know, if you're you're old and, and sickly and you need some health care, that that's maybe a reason. But um other than that you know i don't see any reason why you couldn't just have a ceremony you don't have yeah. to sign the paper just have a ceremony you know you could call each other husband and wife if you want to uh wear rings if you want to all of that but not necessarily getting the government involved yeah why well, yeah and there's no right or wrong answer to it really just yeah. comes down to what people want out there um i yeah. personally having been married and divorced and been ran, ran run through the mm -hmm. ringer uh, the, yeah. the divorce court debacle and paying my ex alimony and, mm. you know, still paying child support and all that kind of stuff. Right. I, yep. I just, mm -hmm. I just don't see a, any benefit of it. Nurse chick. Uh, she actually is one of those special women that had to pay her ex alimony. Okay. And so she knows what it feels like. And she's like, yeah, screw this. Like yeah. there's, there's <laughs> no reason to get the government involved. Right. Yeah. And, and so she and I are, are on the same page, which works out really well. But, it does. but for some people, it's like they need that piece of paper to have that skin in the game kind of mentally at least. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I get I that for some, that, yeah. for some guys. Um, mm -hmm. and it, but it's like, if you don't, like you were saying, you know, the healthcare thing, maybe when you're old, a lot of that stuff you could do without the marriage certificate. You could exactly. it, like, right. you could, you know, give someone the power of attorney to, to handle yeah. your, your, your business without them being married. So right. yeah, there's, to me, there's not a, a you know, there's no benefit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find one. It's hard to find one. And, and I guess, you know, it's, it's trying to uh, connect, you know, hook up with somebody, connect with somebody that kind of feels that same way. Um, the, the woman I'm dating now, she, um, she seems open to the eyes. She's been married before. So, um, she kind of knows that whole deal. And, um, you know, she seems to be open to any, you know, different scenarios working out in, in the future. Should we, you know, last that long? So Good. how long have you guys been together now? Um, not long, about three months. So it's pretty 
pretty new. Oh, okay. We met, yeah, we met in January, started dating, and um, yep, and just uh, kind of progressed from there. One thing, uh, one thing that I've really, I re really took to heart with Corey's book is that, and also I think Doctor, maybe Doctor Glover talked about it more. I can't remember now. I have to go back and reread those again. But right. But you don't really truly get to know someone until like about six months to a year into a relationship, right. and so. Right. Yeah, like yeah, the three months mark is it's always still pretty good. Like everyone's still on their best behavior. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not good then, that's <laughs> not right. a good sign. Yeah. If it's bad at the three month mark, like you need to you need to end things. So Probably. it sounds like it, things are going good still. Yeah. That's one thing that uh like Nurse Chick and I we're coming up on our 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 fourth or sorry, fourth, our our second year. Okay, nice. And she's still the same exact woman that she was when I met her. Okay. So like that's, Great. there's, there's never been a time where she was like fluffing me up really good for six months and then all of a sudden <laughs> right. it went away. Like this right. morning, this morning, right before my live stream, for instance, uh, she's not feeling very good. She has, she has COVID, right? Okay. Oh man. So she, she's just, she's just kind of, you know, feeling kind of blah and stuff. And mm -hmm. so she was sleeping in this morning and I was, um, I, I, I just woke up. And so I was checking social media and that's usually what I first do first thing in the morning is get up like and, and like I, I post like a, a TikTok, you know, like one that's been in my drafts. I'll post that first mm -hmm. thing in the morning and okay. uh, check stats on things. And anyway, she, she was asleep and she noticed I was awake and she goes, Oh, Hey babe, do you want some coffee? And I was like, yeah, love some coffee. And so I thought she was just getting up to go make some, you know, get up for her day. And right. You know, no, she gets up, she goes and makes me coffee and then climbs back into bed and goes back to sleep. Ah, that's very sweet. And I was like, two years in, still, she right. does, still does, <laughs> does stuff like that. Like that's yeah. that's awesome, you know. That is that's totally awesome. I love it. I love that for you. So, so your your new girl, um, she is, is she. You said she was married. Does she have kids? She a single mom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know she is a single mom. And what? Oh shit. We're not supposed I know, to. We're, I know we're not supposed to, to talk about that. We're not supposed to. <laughs> Nurse chicks a single mom. I'm just, I'm just fucking yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, that's one of the one of the things I've always um, uh, liked about your philosophy and the and that you promote and, and live by is that you know, uh, and in the in the whole uh, the space, the manosphere space, or whatnot. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of negativity um towards single moms and different things so but uh, and to each their own but uh you know i'm a single dad so it doesn't doesn't bother me at all but yeah, yeah it, wor so it works out great if you're a single dad yeah and uh you you know you you only have your kids part-time because you can only date part-time anyway so exactly. it's like so yeah. it's, it, it's it works out so much better when you have someone that can also only date part-time <laughs> you know it's like right it it, it, it creates as long as the schedules kind of uh, merge up enough where you guys can see each other sometimes which mm -hmm. thankfully it does in my case and um yeah but i think it, it does help that it forces you not to see each other all the time right away and and i think that's good yeah yeah because it, it puts that I mean, man people this is one thing that it, it took me reading this material to learn, mm. which was that you don't want to spend a lot of time in the beginning. You right. want, you want to see each other maybe once a week, you know, even if you like in your, your mind wants to see them three times a week and right. have them you, fill you up you all don't. your fucking right. time. It's not healthy. It, it doesn't build <laughs> attraction and no, it just works all. out better to, to give yourself some space and have other things to do other people to see. And 
you know, friends to hang out with and have a purpose, you know? Right. Like uh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine amazing. that. So uh, speaking of the book, are uh, do you still read the book periodically? I, I, I do. And in fact, I'm in the process of going through it again. Um, yeah. And just trying to, to take my time. And it's funny how you just you pick up new things, um, even if you if you've been through it a bunch. And you're like, oh, I never I never noticed he said that uh, particular. It just might just be a sentence or two. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's that's new, at least to me. It's been there the whole time. But Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a new part of it, but yeah, I definitely um, still still go through it. And I think it's helpful, um, and I know I've heard you say it a number of times. Um, is that it's just easy to go back to your base level programming and and fall back into old habits, and that's certainly true of me just as much as anybody else. So mm-hmm. I did some of that in my past relationship, you know, which didn't help, um, and um, I'm very susceptible to to it. So I want to want to uh, keep up. Yeah, and it's and it's not an indictment on you because I like I've noticed it happens to it happens to a lot of fucking guys. Yeah, it happens to a lot of guys. Um, because I, I like it, that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast was I wanted mm-hmm. to always keep it in the forefront. Like I sort of right. made made that commitment. Like I'm going to be the Bob Proctor of of this shit. Like I'm yeah. gonna, I'm going to spend yeah. the next sixty years reading this shit. You know what I mean? And and Big studying well. women and and having the podcast and, and talk, talking to other guys about it and. Um, and and I it just I think it just helps in my relationship, and um, but yeah, one thing I've, I've noticed just I mean the 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 group itself I mean it's a new group now but it's still right. the same guys like a lot mm-hmm. of the a lot of the guys that are in there now are are from the original group, and yeah it's just like I would see that over the last three years guys would come and go and they would mm-hmm. you, you would see them they'd be really active and all of a sudden you wouldn't see them. For, for months or a year and then they would be back in the group and you're like oh hey what's up and they're like <laughs> right. they're like oh you know i was with this girl and you know things fell through and you're like well mm-hmm. what happened well i stopped reading the book and you're like mm, you know but right. but it ha- so it happens so commonly i mean uh dr glover and i t- going back to dr glover he said that it happened to him you know yeah. he when he was rereading no more mr nice guy he said he was as he's reading it for the recording, he, <laughs> he realized that he wasn't following his own advice. Yeah. He was like, yeah. oh, shit, I haven't been doing this. I have, you know. <laughs> and uh, and Corey says it in his book. He said yeah. that th- there was times where he was slipping and he had to go back and reread the material. Right. That, that he learned that all of his stuff is based off of because sure. none of that's original. But right, right. So it happens to everybody. You know, it just—it's—it's it's yeah. good to see like uh, uh like uh, you you uh, Nathan uh, Matt. You know, like everybody's like back in the group now. <laughs> it's right. like you know everyone got everyone got booed up and they're all back in the group now. So it's, <laughs> it's, everyone's in the same same boat. I think it's, exactly. it's hilarious. It it's is. hilarious, but it's good to have you guys back in there. You know, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. So, what was your last? Uh, so you're going through it again. What was your last aha moment? Um. It's a good, uh, a good question. Last aha moment. I think that, I think it's just a, a re relearning again, um, kind of what you had uh, alluded to a little bit earlier. And that is, um, going where the, uh, going where the energy is best, you know, it's like just, choosing people who are very attracted to you, I guess, is, is, is that. And I think, um, and that's what I've been trying to do. 
and trying to go through those open doors. And that's, um, but, and that's related to the idea of the intensity. That's probably been my biggest aha moment. And I think that, um, you know, I think Corey, the way he sort of talks about that is, um, giving space at the beginning and let, letting that tension build, but also being on the lookout for, you know, quote unquote, red flags. So, mm-hmm. and, and I think, I think that intensity is one of them. I think the intensity is something that, um, at least for me is, is easy to get drawn to, but is not, it's not, it's not healthy and it doesn't bode well, I don't think for a long term. So, um, so it's a combination of those things, the looking for more peace, Mm-hmm. And um, walking through the open doors, you know, I think uh, once I started dating again, um, before I got into this relationship, you know, again, I was, you know, setting up, you know, dates, several dates a week. And that was fun. And I could tell right away whether, you know, if I was into them or they were really into me and I just didn't waste any time. Probably the quickest I've ever been like, OK, you know, I'm not this isn't for us. Mm hmm. You know, it's it's not it's not the right vibe that we're going for, and um, and just being real direct and clear, but nice about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, one thing uh, I have a I have a coaching client, and uh, he's yeah. he's read Three Percent Man now, I think, a couple times. Okay. But, but before that, before he would read it, and uh, he wasn't actually like going out and practicing any of it, so he was reading it and just sort of okay. taking mental notes or whatever. Right. But but. But since he started the coaching, like I actually have him go out and do stuff like and talk to chicks and, and, uh, he's got this one chick he does, he's, he's a dancer. So he, so he has a dance partner that he, uh, he works with. And the way he describes this chick is she is all over him, Okay, all over him. And he was telling me about it and I'm just sitting there like listening to him going, dude, what the fuck, dude? Right. like, why are you not walking through this giant open door? Like she's, she's, she doesn't just have the doors open. She has all the windows open. She's got the fucking skylights open. She's exactly. got the garage door open, dude. Walk through this shit. And he's like, really? Oh, I just thought she was being nice, you know? And I was like, dude, not that nice. Chicks, chicks don't just do this right here. Not that much, right? So that was a, that, that was something that, you know, like I really had to learn myself reading the book. Cause mm. I would, I would just assume chicks were just being nice, you know? And so, right. so now that he's doing this coaching stuff and I'm explaining this to him as he's talking to women and now mm-hmm. he's going back through the book again, he's, he's getting all sorts of aha, aha oh, moments. Nice. It all just makes so much more sense to him because now that he's actually practicing it, he's like, that's what Corey meant when mm-hmm. he said this. And I'm like, yes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like this is why, this is why I tell guys like, don't just read the book, like go out and practice it. You know? Yeah, that, that's so important. I mean, it is so true. You really can't understand certain points or techniques. Um, at least they start out as techniques until you go out there and live it and practice it. And, you know, sort of becomes your your new mindset um, uh, where you just do it a little bit more naturally. Uh, but, yeah, I, I noticed that, too, even just, you know, rereading the book, too, is and, you know, going to the gym. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm more aware now of when I at least sense that there's attraction coming from other people, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in a relationship now, so I don't do anything about it, but I notice it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, uh, I guess being in my past relationship for, you know, a number of, number of years, I, I kind of had, 
I turned that off because I didn't necessarily need it mm-hmm. um, or wasn't as focused on it. But so that that's been that's been interesting. For sure. One thing one thing that I've learned um, in this space, not from Corey, but from the the red pill space, mm-hmm. is uh, this idea of like dread game and how important dread game is. You know, and they talk about it in Atomic Attraction too a little bit, but. Christopher Canwell's version of, of Dread Game is garbage. It, it's not that good, right? Um, whereas you can have passive Dread Game in a, in a long-term relationship and it be really healthy. Right. And one of the things it, with that is to really not you know, not rest on, uh, on your laurels with that mm-hmm. and really still pay attention to signs of attraction and, and don't dissuade chicks from like hitting on you. Right. You, you know, and like, don't be opposed to sort of flirting with them back a little bit, you know? Um, I mean, don't act on it. Like don't take it and go ask for numbers and, you know, bang these other chicks. Like, I mean, that's taking it a little too far, but, sure. um, but, but it, that, that whole thing of like your, your girl seeing that the waitress, cute waitress is, is flashing her boobs at you and is, is like really giving you the oogly eyes and stuff like that, that, that actually helps you out in attraction. It's like, <laughs> it keeps her uh, interest higher. You know, when she realizes that, that you're still an attractive guy. Right. So. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think, I think, yeah, both men and women are, are prone to just take things for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I know I probably do that. Um, you know, the first time somebody does something, it's really nice. And maybe the 17th time I don't say thank you. I still feel appreciative of it, but yeah. And I've noticed that from from people I've dated in the past, too, is like I would open the car door for them. And, and you know, for a while it would be thank you. And suddenly that stopped and it became almost like an expectation. So but, yeah, yeah. I think I think when when people well, when women um, in our case are talking, realize that there's competition still out there that, oh, yeah, you do. They are they are lucky to be with you and you're lucky to be with them. And, and that mutual gratitude, I think, is really good. Yeah, that's that's super important. One thing I I still do is I still open open doors for nurse chick. Yeah. And we even we even joke, right? <laughs> where, where like I'll get out of the truck and I'm like doing other things, and then I'm like, oh shit, I haven't opened her door yet, and she's just waiting, you know. <laughs> just and so there. so then I go around the car and I open the door and I'm like, oh babe, you're trapped. <laughs> you're trapped <laughs> in there. Like, it's like a total joke, you know. But right. uh, it, you know, it's just a fun thing to do. Still, I, I like doing it. I'm glad that I started practicing doing that because it actually is. Uh, it's a fun thing to do, and it's not putting your girl on a pedestal. It's. Uh, I like the way Dr. Glover d- describes it as. Uh, it's. It's setting the tone and taking the lead. You know. It's. Yeah. So, uh, and 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 chicks really do appreciate that gentleman stuff. You know. Yeah, I think so. So uh, I'm sure I've asked you this before, but. But what other books in the space have you read that you recommend other guys read? Um, in this space. So let's see. Um, or if it's not in the space, uh, what's a good book, book that you've read recently that you think other guys should read? Yeah. Well, one, one that I'm reading um, now is actually about sex, but it's about, it's called She Comes First. I've heard and, of that one. Yeah. And um, it is, it's really good. I mean, it's all about, you know, going down on a, on a woman and it's very detailed. It's very, um, it's a, it's, it's a good overall philosophy. Um, I think, um, just because it usually takes longer for women to orgasm than, mm-hmm. than men. So, um, and you know, being a, and, and I think I've, I've, I think you've, you've had a whole, 
podcast episodes about it in the past, but, you know, upping your, your game in the bedroom never hurts uh, no. anyone. So, yeah, yeah. so I, I think I would recommend that book. I think it's a good book. Um, I had a, I actually had a doctor from the original 3% man group on, uh, yeah. to talk about, he talked about that book specifically. We used a oh, pseudonym no. for him and we hit his face cause he didn't want, he was a general practitioner and he didn't want oh, uh, right. people to, to, to Google his practice and right. know that he was talking about eating women out on the podcast, but he was, he was, uh, he highly recommended that book. And, um, you know, it's funny, it's funny. Cause like, you know, we're, I'm, I'm technically in the, the red pill space. Right. And, there's this whole idea of like alpha and beta and stuff. Right. And, and yeah. worrying about your girl's orgasm, that's, that's beta, you know, that's right. beta shit. but, <laughs> but the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, uh, once you like, if, when you study this stuff more, you realize that if you're in a long-term relationship, like chicks, they need both, they need the right. alpha and beta traits. And, um, one thing that Eric Everhart says, and I have had, I've had him on and he was a, he's a porn star. And he, he wrote a really great book on mm. this called uh, unleash your sexual superpowers. And a, and a lot of it is his first chapters on how you need to eat, learn to eat pussy. Right. Right. And he's, <laughs> that's how he says it in the book. Right. And, right. and one of the things that he, he, he really points out in the book is that if you are, are really good in the bedroom, if you really ring your girl's bell, you can get away with fucking anything. <laughs> in a relationship like she will let so much slide if you are ringing her bell on a consistent basis so i think that's a beta trait that guys fucking absolutely should embrace <laughs> right yeah no, I, I, I totally agree and i think um you know uh you know i think anybody everybody can can improve including myself so but you know when it's going well i've noticed a very positive increase in attraction from the women I've dated when, mm -hmm. when things are going well and they like what what's happening in the bedroom. So, um, yeah, that's really good. I think, um, that's, that's the, really the only, uh, book I've been reading now. I, I am, um, and I think I mentioned to you this to you before, but I'm actually in the process of working on a book myself because that's I, right. I, yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Are you, um, cause you're a professional writer. So, yeah. Are you writing a book on dating and relationships or? Um, I, I, I am. Um, and it's uh, it's very specific um, to uh, subject and, and relationship. So I have a one of my websites I have is a relationship website. It's relationshipfire.com. And I also write a lot about relationships and sex on medium.com. So if anybody just Googled my name, probably those two would come up somewhere. Relationshipfire.com? Uh, yeah, relationshipfire.com. And um it's it's a website. Um, I actually have mentioned your podcast at least at least one time on there, and one of my articles about um, dating resources. But um, I'm gonna I'll, I'll link to this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so the book itself, though, I think is a uh, is a subject that you know I've always struggled with. So I come from a place of uh, you know personal experience struggling with the area and getting better. And it's really people talk about it different ways. I know you talk about it a lot. Um, to me, it's about being centered and you could call it frame. I think all those are, are, are same, uh, same diff. Yeah, yeah, same things. But I think and practical, accessible book on that topic that, you know, Corey Wayne in, in 3% Man talks about a lot. Um, and um, one way or another, that idea comes up in all of the conversations really about men and relationships and all that stuff. So um, anyway, I thought I would, I would join um, 
I would write something about that. So I'm hoping to have that done this year. I'm uh, finishing up a, uh, another book about writing that I had already started working on, but it's, it's up next. You're writing a book about writing. I am writing a book about writing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. So, okay. Are you, are you self-publishing these or do you have a publisher? Um, I am going to self-publish these. I've had a small publisher in the past and that went okay, but I've had a little bit more success with self-publishing. Okay. So, yeah. And I'll probably try to, I'll probably, probably put these up on Amazon. Who knows? I, I might put them also promote them either way on my websites as well. well you're, when, when the, when these, the, this, the relationship book comes out, like come back on the podcast. Yeah, right? absolutely. I'd love it. to. I'd love to. Yeah. So, so speaking of writing, um, do you by chance offer ghost writing services? Cause I, I need to have you finish this fucking book that I'm writing. <laughs> um, I've been writing it for well over a year now. <laughs> I only have, I have like two and a half chapters left and okay. I just, so you're close. I, but, but I only, I only write every other weekend on Sundays. Sure. And, sure. um, and so, and then if my, my kids have something going on like that, I lose, I lose, you know, that basically time, yeah. a month, basically a month. Right. You know? Right. And so like this weekend, for instance, would be my, my writing weekend, this weekend coming up, but my son's birthday is tomorrow at the time of this recording. And so yeah. he, he wanted to, me to take him to Salt Lake city to go to uh, an amusement park there for the weekend. Like that's what he wanted for his birthday. So I was like, all right, fine, we'll go there. So he and I are having bro time right. at the amusement park. And which means I'm not going to get to write. And um, right now I'm writing the, my chapter I'm writing is on uh, relation. Uh, it's on uh, dating and spinning plates. Okay. And so there's, um, there's technically like, I think 10 chapters in my book. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but two of the chapters have like a bunch of sub chapters in them. I'm sure when I send it to an editor, they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fix it up for me and it's gonna be yeah. like a, a 50 chapter book but right uh but but yeah my my chapter so far on dating and spinning plates it's it's a very you know all-encompassing chapter and so therefore there's a whole bunch of like sub things in there like on physical attractiveness and mm -hmm. dating apps and you know cold approach and stuff like right. that just like <laughs> uh, like how do you meet the chicks right so right anyway like it's just taking me forever to write this book i didn't realize it was going to be such a, a pain um, and then there's, there's times where I'm writing and I just get in a flow and I'm just like, oh, this is awesome. You know, and I'm yeah, just knocking like out like chapters. And then <laughs> there's other weekends where I'm just like, what the fuck am I going to write about? You know, <laughs> right. what am I going to say about this? You know, yes. and I have a, I have a basic outline for it, but I can't, um, I, I don't know. I asked, I asked uh, Aaron Clary about this. Aaron Clary wrote like, he's written like fucking dozen books now or yeah. whatever. And uh, asked him about it. He's like, you don't just, you don't just make an outline and just, you know, boom, boom, boom. This is the, and I go, well, I, well, I have the chapters, but I don't know what I'm going to say specifically in the chapters, you know? And right. so uh, what do you, what, how do you do that? I mean, it, it, your book on writing probably talks about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my, yeah, well, my, my book on writing is, is, is about, um, it's about query letters, which is, uh, again, a subtopic. It's like a cover letter for a, for a novel you want traditionally published versus mm. self-publishing. But um, and uh, it's something a lot of writers struggle with. But um, yeah, so for my nonfiction books, I do have an outline and I typically have um, a list, I guess, an outline for each one of my chapters, too. So I'm, I'm kind of in that realm where I have my outline and I just write the outline. So I expand um, the ideas 
um, within each chapter. And typically what I do is I'll come up with my major outline for my book, and then I will ask a bunch of questions and for each chapter, and those questions will be my prompts. Mm. I might not actually write my question you know, in the book might not have my question, like, what does that mean? Or how does that work in this context? But that, uh, that I found it a lot easier to, to write to questions versus just some random idea in my head. So, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. There's been, there's been weekends where I'll get to the chapter. Like this, this is what happened with the dating chapter is um, I was like, Oh, like I never sat down and, and thought about everything that I've learned over the last three years right. on, on dating and spinning plates. And so I was like, what the, like, how do I put this in a, a, a you know, a timely or, you know, sort of a chronological order right? and make it make sense. And it's basically like a, just a knowledge dump. And so I just sat down and started making bullet points. So that was like a, a full day of just, yeah. Of, yeah. of my writing time, just thinking, okay, well, what about, oh, what about this scenario? And so I had to add like a bullet point there that took up a whole day. And and so then the next weekend I had to start writing towards those bullet points. Mm, right. And so, yeah, I don't know. It just takes me forever to do this, this shit. I'm not, I'm definitely not a, a, an author. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't speak for other authors, but I know that it is, it can be, I mean, I love writing, but uh, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not always easy and maybe never easy. And it's, uh, yeah. it can be, it can definitely be grueling and a grind for sure. Yeah. And then like, I got, there's Rolo who comes up with a book every year and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Rolo, how the fuck do you do this, man? And he's just like, he's just, he likes to write. So he just, yeah. He, yeah. He, he will, he'll spend days, you know, hours a day, like writing out his stuff. And I'm just like, oh, that's my problem as I'm just not dedicating enough time to it. <laughs> got it. Okay. I need to. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got your podcast and, and YouTube and you got all the other things you're working on. Right, so. And I have a day job. Yeah. And you have, yeah, yeah. The day job. Right. <laughs> that's what, that's what, uh, I need you guys to join the Patreon so that I could stop doing my day job so I could focus on this book. If you guys want this book to get done. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so after being an admin in the original group, mm -hmm. And also being an admin in our new 3% Brotherhood group, what is the, the biggest struggle that you see uh, guys, you know, dealing with? Um, the biggest struggle, it seems to be uh, from the questions that people post there in the group and the new group and the old group. Um. I think typically it comes back to some of the basic principles, but sometimes I guess when you're in the situation, you're in the relationship, it's hard to be subjective with your own experience. So it's hard to say, Oh, this is how that principle applies to this situation that I'm in. And um, I think, you know, I've heard so many people uh, struggle with, you know, a struggle with, leaving a relationship or letting a relationship go that really needs to be let go. So either they need to get out of the relationship um, or let go of that relationship and not try to get the ex back. I mean, I know that's a lot of reason people end up in this space is trying to get the ex back. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I've, I don't know that I've ever seen a, a success story with that. I'm sure there are success stories, but I would think those are a lot more rare than, hey, I'm going to learn skills, upgrade myself and start fresh with somebody new mm -hmm. and make that work. Uh, I think I've seen the much more success with that route. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now that you, there's a, there's at least two guys, I'm not going to name any names here, but there's yeah. at least two guys in the, in the group that over the last three years I've noticed um, like really struggled with like, really, they wanted that X back, mm-hmm. you know? And then, and then they would find that there, these, these X's would sort of like sleek back into their lives and have them on right. the hook. They yeah. would um, it's, it's almost like their X's wanted power over these guys, you know? So yeah. w- when they realized yeah. that these guys were starting to slip away, they would, you know, come back for a little bit, have sex with these guys. These guys would be hooked again, and then they mm-hmm. would go off and fucking do their own thing. It was it's just like a total manipulation thing, right? And yeah. um, yeah, yeah. There's some guys where I'm just like, they'll 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 call me up or whatever, and uh, and we'll talk about it. I'm like, do you do you hear what you're saying right now? Like, <laughs> do you hear, do you hear yourself talk right now? Like, you know the answer to this, you know. So yeah, it's just yeah. hard to figure. And, and I and I get it. I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't always in relationships when I need to either, but I think I've gotten a lot better at it. And I you know it's it's heart wrenching. You know, you spend so much time, you invest so much time in somebody, so mm-hmm. uh that can make it hard to, to let go. This they call that the uh the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. where you're like, Well, I put so much time and effort in this person, <laughs> like I can't just let this thing go. It's like mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if, especially if you're not married, you know what I mean? Like right. if you're not married, I, I think it's really hard once you like, if you move them in with you at any point, like you're really complicating things, especially if things weren't that good to, to begin with, you know, right. yeah. it's like, yeah. Ooh, you're, you yeah. moved them in. <laughs> thought that was the solution. Yeah. You thought that was going to fix things. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you, man. Um, so we all, we all need to to find a purpose and work on our purpose. What's uh what's your biggest purpose these days and how can men who are just starting out find their purpose? Mm, those are great questions. Um my purpose is building my portfolio of websites. Um and um through that uh uh helping as many people as possible in the different topics that I talk about. One is the relationship website. Um and that um allows me to answer questions that people are asking on Google. And sometimes those questions are pretty, pretty interesting or funny or bizarre, but, but uh, there are real questions that people ask. So I answer them. So if anybody happens to go to the website and be like, why did he write about that topic? Well, that's because Google says a lot of people want to know about it. (laughs) So um, um, yeah. So that's my purpose is building that portfolio of websites and um you know continuing my financial freedom my geographic freedom and um yeah helping people through the different topics so i got writing i got relationships uh website and then i got one about about uh gaming and games kinds of stuff mm-hmm. um, and some other ones that i'm that i'm working on um uh in the financial financial realm which i which i might pick your brain about sometime as well I got, now, now I'm fascinated. So I used to, I used to write a blog years ago. Yeah. It's it's yeah. still out there. It's it's a tech blog. It's called Bowerpower.net. Okay. And I started that not because I really like writing per se, but I started that because uh, I was learning IT technology mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I was just getting into the business, and and I I fell in love with IT, man. Like I loved I loved like Linux. I loved you know. Yeah. Yeah. I love like hacking things. I love learning how to like hack Wi-Fi and shit, you know, <laughs> yeah, all, that yeah. kind of, all that kind of stuff. And 
uh, and so every every cool little tool and you know little app that I found, and you know if I learned how to like you know cluster servers together, and it was the first time I'd ever done that. I'd write up, I'd write a blog about it because yeah, cool. what I found was when I was married, when I first started getting into this stuff, I'd go and tell my wife all this stuff. Cause I had no friends, you know, right. I had no friends yeah. like most guys. And yeah. I would go yeah. and tell my, my wife all this nerd shit that I was learning and she could, <laughs> couldn't care less. <clears throat> right. And so I was like, well, fine, I'm going to start a blog and I'm going to write about this stuff and people that care are going to find it. And, right. um, so yeah, I wrote this blog for like for years and, oh, wow. It's still out there. It still gets like a hundred thousand views a month. I never, I don't yeah. write it anymore. Yeah. Um, but there's so many like things where like I, I, I ran into an issue at work and you know, I had to figure it out and it was a real complicated issue. So I wrote up how to fix that. And so there's other it guys that are looking for that problem and they find mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So, yeah. so your portfolio of, of sites, I mean, is that essentially the same idea is that like, are these blogs and then you write based on, Google searches people that think things that people are searching for. Mm -hmm. You write articles about it for like SEO and then and then what you have like Google AdSense on there and you're, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. or what? Yep, exactly. I have a, a display advertising at Google AdSense. I have a Zoic um, right now and um, Zoic? Zoic is another uh, display adword uh, ad network and it's usually people go from Google AdSense to Zoic to Mediavine to AdThrive. Now that's not that's not what everybody does, but it's a pretty pretty um, common progression um, because you need a certain number of page views per month to go to each one of these stages. And um, I'm working on getting uh, one of my websites, which I think will get in there, uh, my biggest one, um, into Mediavine, hopefully in the next next few months. And yeah, it's all based on organic traffic uh, by what people are searching on Google. And I either mm -hmm. find that manually or I go do some keyword tools and the SEO route. So um, and it, it allows me to write about all sorts of, of fun and interesting things, um, yeah. which is what I spend most of my day doing. It's what I was doing all day this morning. Yeah. So when I was when I was doing that, I, I did have AdSense and, and, and years ago I got kicked off of AdSense. OK. And I didn't know why. And mm. I was like, why am I getting kicked off? And I go to appeal it and they they're just like, we're not going to tell you why it's proprietary, <laughs> but. And it's, yeah. like, it's like, you have no idea. And I was like, well, I, maybe I could fix it. Like maybe, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah, I think, I think what happened was uh, like, I, I, my site got hit with a bunch of bots and they yeah. just saw, they saw like irregular like traffic. And so they, they were, they kicked me off their platform. So after that, I couldn't find an ad network that paid as well as AdSense. Ooh, Never could. Okay. Cause I was making, I was making like 500 bucks a month. Just yeah, that's, that's, that's great. I mean, there's a, plenty yeah. of bloggers who, um, who are, that's their goal is to get at least there. So, um, as you, as you've done, um, you know, it's perfectly achievable, but yeah, that, that's one of the scary things. And it's, and it's like somewhat more scary maybe now than, than when you were doing it, um, mm -hmm. fully is that, you know, there's algorithm updates on Google all the time. And, um, it's one of the reasons I have a portfolio is to some, in some way mitigate the risk. Um, thankfully so far, none of my websites have been hit too hard, but I, you know, I hear people in the space where their web, their traffic just sinks and, yeah. uh, you know, supposedly nothing that they've done. Yeah. Um, I, did, I, I was getting a ton of traffic and then they did, um, and this was years ago though. They, they had what, what's called like the Panda update or whatever. I've heard of that. Yeah. I heard and of that, that, yeah. that killed traffic for a while, <clears throat> but then like traffic came back, you know, and it wasn't, it usually does is what I hear. 
So I so I got so I I was getting traffic. It's more like it's, as long as you stay consistent and post on these blogs, like mm -hmm. the algorithm, the the Google search loves it. Works it out, yeah. Yeah. So so I was um, I I still get a lot of traffic to that blog, even though I don't write it anymore. But I, I just the avenue the the revenue just completely tanked after mm. being on on AdSense, and yeah. I tried. Tried a bunch of other platforms, <clears throat> and the the last one that I uh, that I put on there is is it's a, a one from uh, from Europe called the Monetizer, and they okay. were actually paying okay. The sucky thing about that is they they constantly have these uh, was it ads.txt file updates that you have okay. to keep, keep updating yeah. your fucking website with. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not paying me enough to keep up with this. So right. like, I, I, so I, I haven't updated it in like forever. So I'm like, I haven't got paid from them forever, but I'm like, I also don't care because right. like they, they don't pay as much as, as AdSense. So I'm like, what, why am I wasting my time with this? Right. And, you know, oh but, um, so that's interesting. So, okay. okay. Very cool. It's cool that people could still do that though. They could still make yeah. a living off of blogging stuff. Have you checked out, um what was it called substack have you tried checked out substack um i haven't i haven't looked into it i have some people i know some other bloggers that you know do i guess well on there but i have not i've not gone that round yet so so ryan stone and rollo both started substack okay now uh there's a guy in the that most people here haven't heard of it he goes by uh, red pill hawk in fact mm -hmm. um by the time this drops, uh, I just did an interview with him. Oh, nice. So, so Red Hawk, he, he's been writing on Substack. He got he got Ryan hooked up on it, and um, and then Allie from Real Fem Sapien, she started Substack, and they are, they're all loving it because okay. because I guess the Substack algorithm like helps promote your material. Hmm. You can okay. you can get subscribers, and your subscribers will actually like pay. So, so what mm -hmm. Ryan does is he, he gives them like 80% of an article. And then if you want to continue reading the last 20%, then you can subscribe. Okay. And then he charges like a very nominal fee, like maybe two bucks a subscriber or something yeah. like that, but yeah. it adds up. And, yeah, um, and Ryan's good. just, Ryan just fucking loves it. Right. He got Rolo <laughs> to start doing it. So now Rolo's got a sub stack. And so you might check that out as a professional yeah, yeah, writer. Yeah, absolutely. Cause it's another way to make revenue. And then, um, mm -hmm. and I guess the, the Substack algorithm like actually helps out the writers. So Good, cool. Yeah. That sounds great. Curious about that. Um, we're almost at an hour here. So let me ask you this. Uh, and I, and I asked you this, I think the last time you were on, but, uh, we'll, we'll change it up a little bit. So does being a 3% man still hold the same meaning for you or has your idea of what a 3% man means evolved? Yeah, it definitely has evolved for me. Like when I first when I first read the book, you know, I really just wanted to have the baseline understanding. Like I have studied relationships for years and I even taught evidence based um, relationship skills for a couple of years. But there was still just these missing pieces. And the thing I loved about uh, and still do about the 3% Man book is that it put it all together in a simple framework that. I could understand and apply and I saw that it made sense in the real world. And so back then it was more a base level understanding and just to be, you know, to date, to date well, to be a dater and to go out on dates. And then um, I think to me now it is more about um, holistically, it's more about being successful um, as a person, as a man, not just my relationships. That's just one part of it. Um, and, and the whole will. 
uh, of my life. So uh, yeah, it's definitely evolved where now I see it as much broader and, and just being success. And I really focus, I think more on my mission now um, than, than the actual relationship stuff, but obviously that's important. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good, good answer, man. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today, man. Where, uh, so besides relationshipfire.com and, and medium, where, where can people find you online? Um, those are probably the two best places. I, I do have a, a Twitter that I hang out on sometimes. Um, I think it's just at Chris underscore Kokoski. Um, you're on Twitter. So I, I am on Twitter. Yeah. I, I used to focus on it a long time ago and I think I got up to like, um, 10,000 followers, um, which was pretty good for me back then, but, um, it never did anything for me. The, the brass tax for me is always, am I making more money in front of this is doing anything? Um, cause otherwise it's like vanity metrics to me, but, um, so yeah, I'm on there. I post some stuff. I, I, you know, lurk around and comment. Well, shit, I'm going to follow you on there. I, ever yeah. since Elon Musk took over, I love Twitter, man. <laughs> that has definitely got me more interested in it. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 uh, speaking of Elon, like, uh, in that whole, uh, tech space stuff, you know, I'm loving all the AI tools, the generators, the chat GPT, all that kind of stuff is, 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 uh, is phenomenal. So. That that stuff's fun to do. I've made some uh, some Twitter threads with Chat GPT. Mm -hmm. Although Chat GPT will like, they won't post anything that's not woke, you know. So you have to like you have to go through and you have to go ahead and go through and tweak it. Um, Another there's an AI tool. There's a couple of AI tools that I've tried where like you upload long form content like this, like Mm -hmm. and and it's supposed to cut it into clips for like TikTok. That still sucks. You know? Okay, I haven't tried that, but that, that'd be great if they get it right. <laughs> yeah, so like the last one I, I tried, which was, I think it's called, um, was it video.ai? Mm. That one did the best, but what it what it doesn't do that, like, you know, if you hire an editor, if you do it yourself, is uh, it doesn't cut out all the ums and ahs. It doesn't right. c- cut out the, the dead air. So if I like this, that pause right there, I, I, when I'm editing, I'll cut that out. I'll also yeah. cut out any ums and mm-hmm. whatever, if I'm stammering, cause I stammer all the fucking time, <laughs> right. uh, but I'll cut all that out. So when it, when I post it to TikTok, there's jump cuts, but it's a, a clear, smooth sentence. And I actually sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. but the AI won't do that. AI is not doing that yet. If it did mm. that, I would, I would start using that right away. I just upload this yeah. shit. I'd, I'd have 50 clips per episode. and just, <laughs> oh, just that'd blast. be amazing. That'd be amazing. Last TikTok with all that stuff. Heck so, yeah. Hopefully it'll be there soon. It'll be there soon. Well, yeah. Chris, um, are you still doing TikTok? Are you still doing, uh, was it the writer beginner or whatever? Or I'm, you still, still I'm still on TikTok. I don't do much of it, much okay. of it right now. Yeah, I do a little bit of YouTube stuff, but it's really all in support of my blogs. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll link to Relationship Fire and your Twitter handle then in the description. Awesome. All right. Well, Sounds thanks good. for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. It's good talking to you. Hey, thanks so much, Paul. It's great to be here. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today, man. You're you're welcome back anytime. You don't be a stranger, man. Don't be a stranger. You come back on the podcast. Come on, man. <laughs> come on back. Come on back on the podcast more often, dude. It's good talking to you. It's good catching up with you, seeing what you're up to. Um, uh, I I I really am enjoying the new three percent brotherhood group. You know, I think I think there's there's a lot of of buzzing activity in it, which is which is amazing. Uh, there's only seventy five dudes in it right now. 
And when we had 1,400 guys in the old group, like it it sort of became a dead group, which was unfortunate. I think part of that was because, you know, um, we sort of went a little scorched earth and banned a lot of people in there. And I think a, a lot of people were afraid to make posts. And so we chill that a little bit in the brotherhood, but it's still a great, great group where it's not a bunch of like women bashing. It's actually really good note swapping. A lot of guys making comments and, 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 uh, giving advice and, and, uh, guys asking questions, guys, not being afraid to ask questions, which is good. Excellent stuff. Uh, join the group. If you guys have read how to be a 3% man, at least once and can answer the questions, uh, we'll, we're going to welcome you with open arms to the group. Um, all right. That's pretty much all we have this, this episode. If you haven't done so already, please like subscribe, hit those notifications, drop a comment. Any comment will do your favorite emoji. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the Patreon for as little as 10 bucks. Patreon.com slash come on man pod. Uh, don't send a super chat, but join, join Wednesday or, or Friday's live streams and send a super chat. That's a great way to support the show. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you free stickers for your troubles. If you guys like these designs, they're also available as merch. Uh, this particular hat is not available as sticker, though. It's only available in the merch store. It says, says girl, you know I'm a bad boy. <laughs> this is available as like t-shirts and mugs and, and hoodies and stuff as well. So check that out. Get merch at merch.comeonmanpod.com. And then finally, check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. Uh, the link's in the description for this. And then along with some other courses, right? I have courses from Aaron Clary. I have courses from RP Thor. I have courses from um, John Fitch, right? If you want to learn how to fight, practical self-defense, John Fitch's course is down below. I've got a course from uh, Evan for performance potential on, on dating apps and how to uh, be better at conversing on dating apps to convert more dates. Check that out. The link's in the description for that. By the time this drops, I should have a link to, um, uh, what's his face, his course, <laughs> to Troy Francis's. Troy Francis has a course that should be down below by now. And uh, yeah, man, a wealth of knowledge is, is down below in the, in the description. Check all that stuff out. I don't, I don't plug that stuff enough. So I'm plugging it now. That's all we have for this episode. Join me uh, Wednesday for my live stream. I don't know what the topic's going to be yet, but I'm sure you'll love it. Tune in, tune into that. And then also, you know, I'm live every Wednesday and Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And then also check me out on rule zero on Saturdays. Other than that, we'll catch you next time. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.